Hey, hey, Podnutsians. Welcome to Android App Addicts, episode 572. My name is Dorador Geek. Uh, first and foremost, want to give a huge shout out to Sippy Cup Caleb Fultz. He is this uh, episode's Patreon supporter. Very easy to support this network. Just go to the notes and you can go to patreon.com slash Android App Addicts. Enough about that. Uh, I want to thank everyone for downloading. Thank everyone for subscribing. Still, uh, it was over a month since the last episode. Um, I'll just say in short, uh, I have a surgery scheduled in less than three weeks now on my ulnar nerve. Hopefully it will help with general pain. Uh, oh, hopefully we will have to find out. Um, there's been a lot of news articles uh, in the notes. And if you want to, uh, you can go to YouTube and just search one word, Android App Addicts 572. And the very first link in the notes will be to a Patreon completely free posting basically all of the possible links for this show. If you would like to partake in this event live, all you got to do is follow us on Twitter, Discord, uh, or just ask me and I can send you an email and say we're getting ready to go live in a half an hour, big bang. Um, and then you two can take part in this and suggest what notes, what possible links should be talked about. I will say in short, divided by four. Let's see how good we can do math on the fly. Let me uh, delete this, delete that, and now say just about divided by four. There is 188. So that's going to be at least 12, 18, maybe, yeah, I'm going to say 18 links, maybe 19 links. Uh, total possible 19 links to be talked about this show. And this isn't even just apps, this is just all around news. And you can partake in this live. I will take uh, comments and try to talk about them as we see fit. Okay, first uh, on the Android news front, I will say I do not have any, in air quotes, new hardware. But I did take a uh, slightly old Amazon Fire tablet uh, following a video I saw from ETA Prime, no link in the notes, uh, to a suite called uh, Fire Tools, Windows only made it unbelievably easy to just one-click install Google Play services, one-click get rid of all of the ads on the lock screen, one-click put a real launcher on it, one-click just disable the lock screen altogether kind of thing. Just super easy toolkit to use. Uh, Windows only again, uh, but well worth the download. Uh, if you want to turn your Amazon tablet into a normal, in air quotes, Android tablet, cannot recommend it more. It worked really like a charm. Um, other bit of hardware news, uh, the OnePlus Nord um, I have, it's still, I think, a great bang for the buck. Um, I will say the honeymoon phase is over, um, which that happens with all the devices. Um, once again, at least every three weeks, it looks like uh, my podcast addict will not play cleanly with the screen off, even if I lower the speed down to like 2x. I am positive it is some kind of power-saving uh thing clicking in even though i went in and said turn off all power saving optimization on this app um three people now i know got this phone uh two of them openly complained about how much um oneplus wants to manage apps and it comes at a price and the price is tremendously good battery life not the best battery life ever but really good battery life so it's one of those things you know if you really like the battery life it's hard to not let it have that much power over your apps. Um, the only other thing is every now and then, uh, since I went for the alternate navigation, not the um, classic style, I went for the gesture navigation for me to call up OK Schmoogle. It is not hold down on the home key is instead hold down on the power button. Um, and I'll say three to four times since I got this phone, which is now two months, uh, more than two months, three to four times I hold down the power button Google Assistant pops up and then the phone instantaneously reboots. With that stated, I hit that button at least like 10 times a day. So it's not like it's frequently happening, but it is happening. Uh, so again, I'll say this is not a perfect phone. I think it is a great bang for the buck phone. I still will say that. Um, no, and, you know, some people are complaining about the updates that come with it. Well, there's only one major update they said they will put on the phone, and that is like a normal Android upgrade from like 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Uh, but they are going to put out security updates just like any other top-tier devices, we all put it, uh, for at least two years. So that makes me feel at least better about um, the device, even though I don't worry about security whatsoever on these devices. Um, 
I still think it's a really, really good device. Uh, the first link I want to talk about, I think, is the uh, big bit of uh, Android news this week is the way I'll put it. Uh, and I believe today is the day that Microsoft uh, officially announced and launched uh, Windows 11, side tangent. Supposedly, nobody from Microsoft in an official capacity role ever said Windows 10 will be the last version of Windows. That was just something that some lower level person said and everyone ran with it. Well, whatever. Whoever believed Windows 10 could have been the last final version, I think it's kind of crazy because they always got to keep selling more product, making more training material, all that kind of jazz. So. Windows 11 got launched, uh, and they're going to include Amazon apps inside of Windows 11. But there's a trick with it. It's not like you're just going to be able to download like normal apps in your normal way on your normal device like you would any other way. And of course, hey, hey, why would it be that easy to do? Uh, the trick is they're going to utilize the Amazon App Store. Now, I guarantee you, I don't know nothing. But I'm, I'm not a gambling man, but I have no problem making a bet. I've not read any of these articles, things. I've just heard it like through the grapevine that, you know, this is happening. Then I go look up. I found one link and I just posted the link to the notes. I didn't read any of it. I guarantee you there's some kind of kickback going on. There has to be. Uh, wouldn't shock me if Google didn't want to give Microsoft any money or love or anything for this. Uh, wouldn't shock me if Amazon literally just straight up paid Microsoft to include us into your operating system just so they get downloads and counts and everything. Um, maybe they might be getting part of a sale back to Microsoft on each app purchase. I don't know. Uh, but I'm sure it wasn't just because, you know, Sadia and Jeff are just best buds. I'm sure that was not the case. Um, but what I hope is we, the end users, benefit the most from this. And here's the real reason why I, I almost like this. Um, right now in the trust model, you have the Google Play App Store, and then you have everything else. Um, all developers, first and foremost, update the Google Play App Store. Now, of course, you're going to have people that focus on um, third-party app stores of any size, whether it is Amazon, whether it's F-Droid, whether it's uh, some Asian store or some uh, store in India or some store in Africa. But you know, they all a huge majority of them, Google Play first, and that's the only thing that's important. Um, this will put a lot of focus back on developers updating their apps in the Amazon App Store too, which I think is good because the more places we can get safe apps from, the better. Um, I hope Amazon does as good of a job at venting the apps. Uh, and what I really mean is it'd be nice if they could do a better job. I don't know how they could, but it would be really nice if they could. Um, so hypothetically, in a year from now, what if the Android apps you get on your Windows 11 device could be held to a higher standard than the Android apps you can load on your Pixel device. I mean, it's crazy to say such a thing, but why not? Why couldn't it be? My belief is it very well could happen. And the only reason I say that is because I firmly believe Microsoft wants to be the number one in air quotes security company moving forwards because there's so much money in it. Um, I'll just say we'll see how this shakes up. But either way, I like the fact that I could take a Windows laptop and install apps on it from the Amazon App Store and treat it almost like a high-end Chromebook, dare I say. They're kind of like blurring the lines to where Chromebook, Android apps, Windows laptop, Android apps, different store, different ecosystem. Uh, hopefully, People won't be too mad if they have to buy their apps all over again, but, you know, they might have to buy their apps all over again. Um, interesting news is the best way I can put it. Very interesting news story as far as I'm concerned. We'll have to see how far this goes, how long this goes, and hopefully we will find out in the future who is the ones that are really benefiting from this because I, I, it wouldn't shock me if Jeff got some money in air quotes from Microsoft for this or Amazon said, look, we need more surface area. Hell, we'll pay you, Microsoft, to put us on your app store. With these kinds of things, it's really hard to say. To, we can all guess. We can all assume. But I really just still hope the end users are the winners out of this. Okay, uh, now next, we have another announcement. I believe it happened today, again, Thursday, June 24th. Um, and that is Google is openly going to partner with a phone manufacturer, I believe it's pronounced G-O-J-I-O, uh, the 
Geo platform uh, and Google are going to come out with a next, in air quotes, budget phone. Uh, 99% sure, if I heard correctly, the price is going to be less than $100 for the phone. Uh, most of the Android things that are going to be running on it are going to be the Go version. Another quick tangent. Um, if you haven't looked at this stuff, uh, the older your phone, the more you'll get a benefit out of this. So hypothetically, you like running Google Maps, but you really don't like how you click and you got to wait. Click and you got to wait, even if it's only two or three seconds. Uh, if you go to the Android App Store and you take a look for um, Maps Go, it is a version of the Maps app, but it's literally like five times lighter, ten times lighter. Uh, almost every Google app you can get now, there is a light version for it, and it's called a Go version, G-O. Um, so this phone is going to be less than $100, and it's going to be loaded with a bunch of these Go version of the apps, which will hopefully make a sub-$100 phone feel like, in air quotes, have the experience of like a $300 phone. Um, now, the real reason I'm interested in this is I personally believe this is how the entire Android ecosystem is going to go. It's going to move. It's going to go towards this way. Um, one weird video I watched in the last week, again, no link in the notes, call, uh, to a channel called This Does Not Compute. I don't know who the guy is. I swear he has a look like I've seen him before. I don't want to say I've met him before, but it's like I've seen him before. Just unbelievably seems like a really nice guy. Um, one of his videos he did in a virtual machine, I think he went back to as far as Windows 98, possibly. I can't remember. Maybe XP. He went through every version of Windows and what would be the minimum version of RAM needed to boot. And he was shocked. To him, it was extremely counterintuitive. With each newer version of Windows, it actually needed less RAM to boot and get to the login screen. Um, I firmly believed for a long time in the Linux world, each successive version of an operating system, while it gets fancier, more bells, more whistles, more floaty things happening, the actual you know backbone of the system is becoming more efficient to need less resources. Uh, I truly believe the same with Android, even though each version of the operating system definitely puts on more weight and definitely takes more resources to run. I believe if you take a new version of Android and if you were able to get it to run on even a phone from like five years ago, it would run blistering lightning fast only because it still can run good on old hardware. That's what I believe. Um, well, the same kind of thing I think is happening with all these phones in the future where we're going to suddenly hit this like cliff face where we don't have to have $800 hardware to have $800 hardware-like experience. And I do believe these um, Google Play Go version of apps are going to be one of those key things that are going to help this kind of thing happen. Uh, this is going to be an India-exclusive, I believe, phone exclusively running on India mobile carriers so even if you get one of these phones in another country the, the odds of them actually working great is low now with that said another tangent two things i cannot find to save my life i cannot find a list of all possible phones that can run with a battery taken out i know there has to be a list somewhere but i most certainly cannot find it um and i know there's a switch in the operating system that can let it happen the reason I know that is I have a Droid X upstairs running J Rummy. I want to say it was called Liberty OS on it. Uh, and it runs with the battery taken out. Clean boots and everything goes right to the desktop and it works fine. Without a battery, it means the likelihood of a fire or an explosion is extremely reduced. With a battery in, it isn't. So I went on eBay and I bought another Droid X. I checked the serial numbers, the version. They're all like identical from the same like lot thing. But that one has default operating system on it. On the new one I got from eBay, it will not boot without a battery. in. And that version of J Rummy Liberty, I can't find anywhere. Uh, J Rummy has moved on and he basically begged people, please, please don't bother asking me for versions of this old operating system. I don't have it. So I didn't bother. I will say I did like peek in on some of the things he's doing these days. I tell you, that guy is really, really smart, uh, doing really good, too, is what I gather. Okay, bringing it back to this, bringing it back to the geophones. It would be really nice to have one of these geophones as a just a clock, alarm clock, with a dimming screen and everything, so I can just have it in my bedroom, because I don't want to pay, you know, like 110 bucks, 130 bucks for a Lenovo 
smart thing or, uh, you know, in a nest hub or whatever, I want to pay less than a hundred dollars for what I would consider to be an Android clock. Now here's the other tangent. Um, my wife has the exact same phone I have this one plus, uh, and 100. Yeah. Um, and she drives back and forth to work every day and we have a Chevy spark, newer Chevy spark. And she says constantly Android audio bombs or Android auto bombs. Uh, it's like a 45 minute to an hour trip. And every trip she says she has to lean over, unplug and replug the USB. Everything then comes right back up, but she has to do that two to three times a trip. So four to six times a day in two hours, she has to unplug and replug. What if I could get a super cheap phone like this, leave it without a battery and it'll be even better plugged in under the dash out of the way, uh, have it automatically Wi-Fi connect to her phone or my phone, have her phone or my phone as a hotspot to where she can then have her phone sitting there, use it as a phone and yet have this device sitting in the car as the car Android auto experience. Then I could even put something on it like a Google voice or something like that or WhatsApp or Skype or whatever, and use that and say, when I'm going to call her when she's in the car, I won't call her phone. Instead, I'd call this uh, geophone in my car. I, I like these kinds of ideas is what I'm going to say. That's the other reason why this really caught my eye. Um, I love the idea of a sub $100 pocket tablet, even if I can't use it as a phone. So expect now in two to three years, uh, we here on this side of the world or in Europe will be the benefactor. The more this thing sells, the more likely we can then see a sub $125 device and still have it run like a really good device. Okay. Now this one caught my eye for a couple of reasons. One, it again proved that I'm an idiot and I'm a liar and I was wrong because I, I said that my phone, the N100 would be like the premier phone we could buy for the next like six, eight months kind of thing. Uh, and like be satisfied with it less than three weeks later, one plus announces the 90 Hertz, $240, which is only like 40 more dollars than I spent, uh, $50 more than I spent the Nord N 200 for North America. It has a Snapdragon 480, which is not top of the line. Top of the line is 800 series, the 880 series. So it's definitely a slightly older processor, uh, architecture. It's a newer version of an older architecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 400, 410, 420, 480. Uh, four gigs of RAM, headphone jack, micro SD slot, all of that for less than 240 bucks. And it's going to support 5G. Um, this phone looks hot, is what I'm going to say. Uh, it's going to have a 5,000 milliamp battery, 128 gigs of storage with 18 watt charging, which means this thing is going to charge uh, quicker than you expect and drain the battery much slower than you expect. I think both of them is very, very plausibly possible. Um, it's also going to have uh, the um, processor eight cores, ARM uh, Cortex A76, which is fine. 6.49 inch. That is a really, I think, sexy size phone. Uh, the 90 hertz display, I want to say, is like 50% better than your normal display from like a year to two years ago, uh, which should mean a little bit more crisper video, things like that. Um, but again, you're going to get a headphone jack. You're going to get a micro SD card, uh, all of that for 240 bucks. Um, I didn't see when it would be coming out, but I'm going to guess it's going to be out less than a couple months, maybe, uh, before the end of the year, at least hopefully, um, I am just kind of excited for this thing. Oh, it's kind of sale of us and Canada, June 25th, AKA tomorrow, man, they made me a liar. Um, so yeah, if you're in the market for a phone, man, um, you might want to give this a serious look. Now, if you're worried about, um, you know, stability, if you were at this, cause not every one plus device is gold. I say that very honestly. Uh, I want to say the one plus two, I think was kind of janky. Uh, the one plus five, I want to say wasn't as good. Um, the eight pro people complained about, you know, it, it happens when you go up to the plate and you swing the bat. No one bats a thousand. Okay. Nobody does. Uh, one plus does. But this seems like a great price, a fantastic price for a really quality phone. Okay. But like sometimes a manufacturer can step up to the plate and can have that perfect swing and come out with what could be a dang near perfect product. 
And there's an article over on um, Phone Arena where they report that over 300 people are still using the one plus one as their daily driver. Oh man. All I got to say is I really do miss my one plus one, the original one plus one. Uh, it ran so good, but here was the kicker. I went on Amazon and I found a metal case for it. Okay. And with the metal case, I could literally stand the phone up on a table vertically and it would stay there very easily. And it literally had dual speakers and it would blast the audio. I've never had a phone as loud as that one plus one could be. Um, and I really did just enjoy the look and the feel and how that thing ran. I don't know how long I ran mine. I want to say I used it for literally like two and a half, maybe three years until it finally just gave up the ghost kind of thing. Um, but I love the fact that there are at least 300 people who are still actively using the one plus one. Um, you know, when people do um, good things and they're successful with it, then I'm happy like some people can still use it and still enjoy it and still have fun. Um, if I wasn't doing an Android show, uh, I would have probably went on eBay and tried to find an old one plus one multiple times and just kept buying them and just kept using them as my daily driver because I do believe it, it just ran that dang good. Um, hopefully this one plus uh, Nord that I have will settle down in air quotes and start to run just fine. It still runs fine. Let's just say, hope it settles down and runs perfect is the way I'll put it. Hopefully that happens sooner versus later. Okay, here is another uh, budget phone that caught my eye. Um, this one is by Nokia. Now, really quick, for the people that think how quaint Nokia, you know, those are the people that made those phones back in the day kind of thing. Uh, well, the dirty secret is they never really went anywhere, uh, at least over there where they're from sweden finland area they've always had at least some amount of sales some amount of numbers granted over here in the u.s yes their sales are nothing like they used to be um but they haven't completely disappeared they never quite pulled a blackberry and like vomited all over themselves they've never quite did like an lg they've never quite did like an htc and like imploded in on themselves kind of thing they always just put out modest phones that did decent they weren't, you know, anything crazy about them, but they kept being consistent with their phones. I know more than a couple of people in the last four or five years that have had Nokia Android phones, and they all say the same thing. Yeah, it just runs fine. No, no real complaints, just that they work good. Um, but the newest, in air quotes, Nokia phone uh, will cost less than a year of 4K Netflix. Long story short, just under $200 is the thing. And some of these numbers and stats might sound alike, where it's going to have a 5,000 milliamp battery with a high efficiency component that could last two or three days off the charger. That is a little insane. I got to say, a little insane, but cool. Uh, they have the IPX2 uh, rating, which means they paid for the rating. Okay. All, whenever you say your IP rating, ingress protection rating it what it really means is you officially paid the official institution to officially rank your device it's not cheap so when a device says it has an ip rating that means they put the money out for it now we as users have to pay that money back so it's still less than you know 200 i think it was 10 dollars um and we, we know it has an ipx2 rating which isn't the best but trust me, it could be much worse. Uh, it says don't expect 5G. So if you're not stressed about 5G, again, I think this is perfectly capable. Uh, media tech processor, long and the short of it is, um, each successive generation of a processor that gets put out, in my personal opinion, people like MediaTek and Kern gain a little bit more ground than the big boys like the Qualcomm Snapdragon and stuff. We're Pretty soon, these media techs and kin processors are going to be, I don't want to say as good as Snapdragons, but really, really, truly competitive with them. I'll say they're, they've, they've begun to be really competitive. Uh, four gigs of RAM, 128 gigs of internal storage, plus it supports micro SD cards. Uh, the cameras are fine. I don't care about cameras. Uh, 10 watt charging, not as fast as the 18 watt charging, but definitely faster than your standard charger. Um, and then just respectable stats all around is the way I'm going to put it. 
Um, again, uh, for $199, the Nokia G20 uh, it will be available starting July 1st, a.k.a. any day now. Uh, so if you're in the market for a phone, man, there is, I think, no better time to be in the market than right now. You, we, we have such good offerings uh, where we don't have to get the $1,000 phones. We can get sub $250, sub $300 phones and really hang with the big boys, really be competitive. I mean, you might not be able to play the highest game ever with the highest settings ever. But you're going to get like two to three days of battery life, and you're going to have a device that really feels confident, competent in the hand, and just runs smooth. I really love the uh, news I've heard in the last couple of days. Okay, now we got an app. Um, this app caught my eye uh, over on Reddit. Uh, it was a small app from a small developer, is the way I'm going to put it, uh, called Motion Monkey, all one word by Bun, G-B-U-N-J-E-E, under Video Players and Editors, E for Everyone, nine reviews, completely free to download, no in-app ads, no in-app purchases, currently nine reviews, 4.7 reviews. I'm sure some of them are family members and friends. That's okay. Updated June 3rd, 2021, 139 megs in size, 100-plus installs, current version 1.1-0-1, requires 5.0 Android and up, E for Everyone. Uh, permissions, it's going to need phone and media, your USB uh, storage and network connections. Uh, there's a reason for it, is what I'm going to say. Um, what this app does is you can basically install this app. You can find links to either videos on YouTube, Vimeo, or even BitTorrent links, just the torrent files to videos. Put them in there and you can stream them live. And with YouTube, you can stream a YouTube video and there is no ads. Uh, so this gets around the ads in YouTube also plays Vimeo. And if you have a BitTorrent link directly to a video can play that as well. Uh, I was genuinely sh like shocked and impressed at how well this app ran. I literally went out and I was not logged in with my YouTube, like did five different videos. All of them came out, look crystal clear, super tight, super good looking, no ads. Went to Vimeo, launched a couple of them, ran just fine. And there is a search function too. Um, and then I went and found a couple BitTorrent links to stuff like uh, Young Frankenstein and MMA thing. And then, of course, I had to look up the castle and I did and put the BitTorrent link to just the torrent file in here and said BitTorrent. And it did take like 20 seconds for it to start playing, but then it just started to play. And it was like I was having it local. It kind of shocked me. Um, so if you're looking for like an alternate way to, Search for videos, stream videos, watch videos, not necessarily save videos, just watch them, consume them. Uh, and you don't want ads on some of the platforms, uh, then I definitely ch encourage you to check out Motion Monkey, all one word, M-O-T-I-O-N-M-O-N-K-E-Y. Okay, uh, another app, and I'll say I am in no way preaching to other people about, uh, you know, claiming that I do anything better than anybody else. I don't. My organization uh, is horrible. I cannot organize anything. Uh, if I try to keep on task with things, I'm not great at it. Uh, I am a classic procrastinator is the way that I'll put it. Um, this is another app I found on uh, Reddit, and I believe it was um, completely open sourced, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, actually, don'twaste.today is the website, which I think is honestly, it's a pretty smart uh URL schema, the boy got going on there. Well, I assume boy. Uh, and what it is, it's basically an app that helps you become a anti-procrastination person. Um, it basically helps you understand how often that you procrastinate, tell you why you procrastinate, and give you insights to take action to unstick your life is the way that it put it. Super clean app. Looks like super easy to use. Um, I will say it like this. Part of the reason I bring these kinds of apps is because I need to remind myself that I need these kinds of apps, but also I know other people do as well. Okay. It's called don't waste today dash free procrastination tracker from goals. One productivity app E for everyone. No in-app ads, no in-app purchase, uh, 15 reviews, uh, 5.0 average reviews, um, updated May 28th, 2021, 34 megs in size, 1000 plus installs. Uh, 1.0.9 is the current version number, 5.0 Android and up, uh, permissions, 
basically it wants it can justify output of it. It can justify all these permissions if you go through the app. Uh, GPS coordinates, phone media, storage, uh, receive data from internet, full network access, runs at startup, vi control the vibration motor, yada, yada. Um, I can put it like this. I was genuinely shocked at how clean this app was written in. Um, it definitely gave you easy insights to why you procrastinate kind of thing. Um, but you have to remember to keep using the app. Uh, if you're looking for that little like thing to push you over the edge uh, to help become less of a procrastinator, I definitely encourage you to check out Don't Waste Today. Again, completely ad-free, no in-app purchase, completely free in G to download. No reason to not try it is what I'm going to say again. No reason to not try it at all. Okay, this is an article from a couple days ago, I'm going to say starting on June 23rd, a.k.a. yesterday, um, Google Stadia is coming to Chromecast with Google TV and Android TV support. Okay, long the short of it. And let's just review. Stadia is a cloud gaming platform. Okay, If you have a good low latency connection, is the way I'm going to put it. Use these words very carefully. If you have a low latency connection to your own router, okay, um, a.k.a. You know, you're not too far from your router. Two, you got a fairly newer router. Um, three, you're not congested with 50 people watching YouTube at the same time. Okay. Now, some more of the uncontrollables. Also, you have to be physically close to a major hub. If you're like 120 miles out of the nearest city and you got to travel like an hour to go grocery shopping, more than likely, no cloud gaming platform will be good enough unless you're playing checkers or something that doesn't require time and speed. Okay. With all those caveats out of the way, if you are close to a hub, like if you're right outside a major city uh, or you're right off a backbone, like you're right off of I-95, a major thoroughfare with fiber running all up and down it, and you have a decent router and it has low latency connection and you have a new like Google TV, uh, Android TV uh, and everyone on your network doesn't go crazy, then you can get Stadia and play cloud gaming, and it won't be as perfect as like a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox S or whatever, but it definitely can get you by for a much less of a price, okay? It's an app, cloud gaming. Also, they announced they're going to be putting it on uh, some, some TVs, just like Microsoft and not are going to put their xCloud uh, directly on television sets. So, some of the next generation games, you won't necessarily need a console if you have a decent connection. Um, and technically, this is an app that you can load on stuff. So this is why it's in the app section. Um, what I'll say is this. The longer Google Stadia can stay around, the more successful it's going to be. Because once you get invested in the Google Stadia ecosystem, each successive generation of console, you're saving a lot of money because you don't need to buy a whole nother two to $500 piece of hardware and upgrade everything that goes with it kind of thing. You literally, the devs literally upgrade their games to take advantage of newer hardware and voila, stuff just works. Um, the way I'll put it is the people who've had good experience with Stata Stadia has had really good experiences with Stadia. People that haven't, haven't. So it's one of those things. Uh, buyer beware. Um, you might get really good support. It might run great. It might not. <clears throat> but I do think it's definitely worth the attempt is the way that I'll put it if you're in a confident, uh, good area. Um, I don't want to say it's the future of gaming, but I'll also say anybody who's saying, well, why should we trust Google? They closed down all these things in the past. To which I'll just say, nay, nay, do your homework. How many things that you pay for from Google have they taken away? And the answer is very little to nothing. Can you find that you would pay Google for that they decided to kill, outright kill, just annihilate? Um, so I'm pretty confident that they're going to be in this stadium thing for the foreseeable future, at least the next three to five years easily is what I'm going to say, uh, and more than likely beyond. Okay, next up we have another U.S.-centric thing. Uh, and it is put out by Red Cross. Um, I'm not one to trust a lot of big organizations, but I will say um, you have to like focus 
on trust once in a while and decide what is important to you and what is not. Um, I like this app for a couple of reasons. It's called Emergency Dash America Red Cross. Uh, and essentially what this is, is you can load this app up and then you can put in addresses of people you care about anywhere in the U.S., literally anywhere. Um, so I can put in my sister's zip code, my brother's zip code, my dad's zip code, my mother-in-law's zip code, my zip code, um, and just leave it there. And then whenever there is a like um, um, a weather emergency or a emergency kind of thing happen, I will get notified. So then I can say, oh, man, this horrendous storm is on my way to my sister's house. Maybe I should ping her and say, you got a heavy storm coming. You might want to watch out or wait for the storm to pass and say, hey, I heard you guys just had a bad storm. I hope everything's all right. This is the kind of thing where it just puts a little bit more information directly in front of you. Uh, you can have the notifications turned on or off. Uh, they're so light is what I'll say. I leave the notifications on. Uh, I like the fact that quite literally five to 10 minutes before I get the weather alert from Google itself, this tells me about it already. Um, I'm kind of shocked. This would tell me something faster than something baked into my phone. Um, but it does. I don't know how, but it does. Um, really simple app. Again, emergency dash American Red Cross from American Red Cross under weather. E for everyone, completely free to download. No in-app ads, no in-app purchase. 882 reviews with an average reviews of 4.1. Updated April 28th to 2021. 51 megs in size, 100,000 plus installs. Current version 3.15.2. 5.0 Android and up E for everyone. And of course, this is going to need access to stuff. And the main reason it wants access to things like your identity and your contacts is so it can directly link out and notify people what's going on. That's the kind of thing you don't have to grant it access to those things, thankfully. But it wants access to identity, contacts, location, phone, photos, media, files, storage, camera, device ID, call information, and other, basically, uh, everything. It would like to have access to everything. Um, if you're really a little bit worried, then you can load this in a work profile and just give it GPS access, and that's it. That's what I did, basically. Um, and it works just fine. Runs just fine. And I like the fact that I know ahead of time when weather's going to happen. Granted, I still don't install weather apps. I'll just look out the door, see how it feels. Um, but this will let me know at least when inclement weather is literally like right around the corner. So I'm definitely a fan of emergency dash American Red Cross. Okay. Now the way I'm going to encapsulate this is there is no black. There is no white in reality. Everything is a shade of gray. Um, nobody thinks they're evil. Nobody thinks they're bad. Um, even companies, heads of companies, boards of companies don't think they're evil. They all think they're doing right in some shape, way, or form. Um, I'm not a fan of Walmart whatsoever in any shape, way, or form. But this is the kind of thing that enlightened me to, they're trying to do something right by at least some measure. Um, I know if I was an employee there and I was benefiting from this, I would honestly think I would like it. Um, Walmart will give 740,000 employees three quarters of a million employees, a free Samsung smartphone. Now I don't like Samsung either, but okay, here's the thing. Everything I looked at, it's basically the bottom tier of employees starting at the lowest possible paid employees and going up is the 740,000. Walmart is going to give those employees a free Samsung phone, uh, Samsung galaxy X cover pro, which they can use for personal use. The gimmick is when you come to work, you click a button. It's going to be like you're clocking into work. All of the personal things will then be muted on the phone. You can still use the phone for emergency use, blah, 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 blah. But hypothetically, if you have TikTok installed, you're not going to be able to run TikTok while you're at work. And then you're going to be able to use the phone as like the portable Walmart scanner. If someone says, where can I find this? How much is this item? You can use that same phone to do your job. Ah. Uh, if honestly, if I was Walmart, this would be the exact kind of thing I would try to do because maybe I can't pay every employee X number of dollars an hour. There has to be ways I can incentivize them. 
Maybe by giving them a free Samsung phone. Maybe by giving them a phone that they can also use as a time card, that they can also use as an in-store tool, but then they can also use to connect with fans, um, family, and friends after hours. Uh, what's the harm in that? Now, I hope that Walmart does not have car blanche access to these phones all time, but I hope it's literally one of those things. They literally just have a whitelist and blacklist of apps that you can run when you're clocked in. And then when you're clocked out, we don't care. I hope, I really hope that's the case. Uh, time will tell. because I'm sure somebody's going to get their hands on these devices sooner or later. And they're going to like, look at all the things running on it and try to figure out everything that's going on. Um, this is the kind of thing that makes me feel a little bit better about a company that I am not a fan of whatsoever. Um, but I'm happy somebody is basically, in air quotes, giving their employees extra stuff. Maybe they can't give them money, but they can try to at least give them other stuff. So I'm, call me a fan. I like it. Okay. Um, I did rag a little bit on Android Auto a little bit earlier, earlier, but I can tell you every car I have moving forward, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it has Android Auto built into it again, because even if it's buggy, even if it crashes, even if it doesn't have all the apps I want on it, it is still a much better experience than running something else, is the way I'm going to put it. Um, it's not only the lesser of two evils, it is the only thing I find acceptable built into my dash on any car I've had. Great. I don't have a lot of cars, but I was happy uh, about this page I found. It's basically a listing of every app for Android Auto. And there must be a way that you can navigate to this inside of Google Play. I don't know how to find it. I just know if I have this URL and I access it, uh, it works. And I can see everything from Android Auto itself, Google Play Books, Messenger, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Anchor, WhatsApp, Spotify, Waze, Skype, Kix, um, TuneIn Radio, Hangouts, Amazon Music, Audible. Uh, yes, Hangouts. I can literally say while I'm driving, send Hangouts message to Carl Banks. And it will literally go into Hangouts, find Carl Banks, and send that person a Hangout message. Um, Google Maps, of course, Telegram, uh, free video calls chats it's called a uh, simple radio vlc can work scanner radio text plus wechat S single overdrive pocket cast audiobooks deezer cisco the new york times stitcher and it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on these are all the apps in air quotes that you can use inside of android auto now you'll find most of them are either message based apps uh telephone communication types apps or streaming audio kind of apps, because that's really the three primary uses, I'll say, for Android Auto. So if you wanted to see what kind of apps you could install, is your app that you love available for Android Auto, then you can check it out. You even have some like dedicated radio stations, like WGRD 97.9 dedicated app. And if I can tell you now, if I worked at a radio station, I'd make sure we had a dedicated app. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it's worth checking out. Uh, if you are interested in Android Auto to see what kinds of apps you can run, links will be in the notes. Link is over on Patreon. Link will be on podcast.com. All of it. And it is entitled Apps for Android Auto, a.k.a. every app that's currently compatible with Android Auto. Now picture Steve Buscemi standing there with the skateboard over his shoulder with his hat turned around saying, hey, kids, how's everything going? Sorry, I had to do that. Um. This next app is on F-Droid, and it's called, I believe it's called Twire, T-W-I-R-E. Um, Twire is a free, open-source Twitch browser and streamer player. Twire is an open-source, ad-free Twitch browser and streamer player for Android. You can select multiple themes and also log in with your own Twitch account. You can also follow and unfollow streamers through this app. Please note that any chat is only available if you log into your account. Okay. Um, here's the gimmick. I could care less about Twitch. I can, the real reason is I can't watch anything in 1X. If I watch something in 1X, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get in a fist fight with somebody. I cannot do it anymore. Um, my podcast listening is now 4 to 5X, everything I listen to. Video-wise, I can't watch YouTube on my phone or... Um, anymore because it only goes up to 2x where on my desktop and my laptop i have a youtube enhancer installed i can go up to like 4x 
granted the video sometimes is choppy so 3x um so i can't watch anything at 1x everything in twitch is streamed live aka 1x can't watch it and i'm not sure i want to but i know there's people out there that love twitch okay if you want an ad-free experience on twitch then i cannot encourage you more check out twire on ftroid um i downloaded it tested it worked like a charm if charms actually worked it worked fine is the way i'll put it um so if you or somebody you know really likes Twitch, just drop this link to them on Ftroid to T-W-I-R-E and see if they want to check it out, see if they want to play with it. Um, and it really should be a better experience than the normal uh, Twitch app, to be honest. So I like it, even though I don't like Twitch. Okay, this is a game app I believe I heard about on Linux Lugcast, L-I-N-U-X-L-U-G-C-A-S-T. Long and short of it, uh, there's a couple guys on that podcast I think are some of the most genuinely nice guys I've ever met in my life. Let's start there. Um, Honky Magoo is the normal host of the show, uh, unbelievably nice guy, and I don't mind saying I saw him really handsome fella. He should be the kind who should be happy with life kind of thing is what I'll say. Um, they put out a podcast maybe twice a month, I think. Anybody can come. Anybody can join. Anybody can ask questions. Anybody can have fun with them. Uh, and they don't always talk about strictly Linux-related things. Sometimes it's movies. Sometimes it's TV. Sometimes it's 3D printing. Sometimes it's soldering. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Tangent, tangent. Fun. Um, but I saw, I heard them mention this, so I had to go look at it, and I was genuinely impressed at what I saw, okay? It's a game that I do believe was also playable on Linux, Windows, and Mac desktops as well, if I read this right. It's a sandbox tower defense game. See, once I saw that, I had to like really be really careful. It's called Mind Distry, M-I-N-D-U-S-T-R-Y, Mind Distry. Um, it, yeah, it's available on itch.io, which I do believe is in through the browser, desktop browser, so you can play it on any platform like that. F-Droid, it's available on Flathub or it's available on Google Play. Um, I gotta say, um, you might need a bigger screen to really thoroughly enjoy this on an Android device. Um, you might have a better experience on a desktop or laptop running this. Um, I can't remember the guy's name who mentioned this on Linux Slugcast, but the way he talked about it made me feel like I had to go try this. Um, I played it for like a good hour and then I had to stop. I had to just completely like a band-aid rip it off and throw it away. Um, it also had a map builder, which once I saw that, nope, 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 can't, nope, I gotta go. Um, I personally thought this was a lot of fun. I liked the design. I liked the style. I liked how the game worked. Uh, and if you want to hear about more things like this and hear about genuinely smart people talk about Linux, the Linux ecosystem, hacking in the fun sort of hacking kind of way, and just uh, have a, like a monthly or bi-monthly lug, check out Linux Lug Cast. Definitely good people, good stuff. Okay. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this. First, I want to say I said well over a year ago that podcasting as a whole is about to be under attack. You know, air sirens in the background. The war is about to begin. Consider yourselves warned. Um, we have an onslaught of corporate corporation, corporation of corporate beings and celebrities doing everything in their power to completely take over podcasting. Um, between me and you, they've been pretty successful here the last year plus. Uh, you have everybody, um, you know, Joe Rogan making his millions and millions of dollars. You have every celebrity making a podcast, whether it's Tony Hawk or anybody from any TV show or whatever. There's honestly, I'm, I'm shocked there's not more politicians making podcasts. Yeah, I say that and I want to gag when I say that. Um, but the world of podcasting as we people who've been in it or listening to it for a decade plus, it is right like shifting under our feet. There's a lot of things changing. Um, one of the things that is changing is people trying to make podcasting more viable, digestible, social media shareable. And it's not an easy thing to do. Um, how can you as a podcast listener say, oh my God, he's right. Hit a button and in as little effort as possible, 
share exactly what you want to share in that app. You know, it's almost one of those magical things. How are they going to be able to do this right? Uh, well, this is a company that believes that they're like on the precipice of making something viral come out of a podcast, something that is easily spreadable on social media platforms. It's called Memento Podcast Clip the Text. Okay. Basically, in the app, you can listen to podcasts. It wants to be your podcast player. And then you can basically hit a button, trim audio. It will then try to do a speech to text with that audio and give you links that you can then share out on social media platforms saying, hey, listen to this clip. Of course, most of it's going to be, I think this is funny kind of thing, uh, or this is like clever or something to that effect, or it's just going to be something saying, somebody saying something extremely offensive. Those are the three things I think they're going to probably get the most traction out of this. But basically, here's the whole description. And I like apps that have short descriptions because I have ADD and it's hard for me to read anything more than a couple of sentences. Okay. Listen to any podcast and clip any moment into text. Momento is the fastest way to save your favorite podcast moments. Now you can remember everything you find interesting in a podcast with just a tap on tap. Momento will save the audio you heard into text for later. Listen to any podcast from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Castro, and more. Make the most of your time listening to podcasts. Keep collections of everything you find interesting, funny, or just tagged to listen to something later. Here's the thing. I could see this being really smart and really useful to a lot of ways, but this is 2021, so I have to ask them, what is their monetization strategy? You have to have a way to make money or else you're not going to grow. Everybody has to make money. Okay, period. Okay. Memento podcast clips to text uh, from listener L-I-S-T-N, uh, L-I-S-T-E-N-R listener music and audio E for everyone completely free to download. No in-app ads, no in-app purchases. 38 reviews, current average, 4.6 average reviews, um, updated June 14th, 2021, 31 megs in size, 1,000 plus installs, current version 2.3, requires Android 5.0 and up, content rating E for everyone, permissions, photo, photo media storage, Wi-Fi, and network connection, nothing I'll say insanely horrendous. Um, if you're the kind of person that either listens to uh, something inspirational or something that you just really want to be able to clip out. I definitely encourage you to check out Mo Momento podcast clips to text. It's just something very interesting people doing with podcasting. And I definitely encourage people to do different things. Okay. Next, we're going to bring something back from 52 episodes ago, where if we were doing this once a week, it would be about a year ago, but unfortunately, uh, I blame myself. We have not been as good as that. So while we're on episode 572, this was episode 520. This was October 2018 when this episode went out, number 520. And I'm bringing this back up because uh, everybody out there has had stresses on them that, let's just say, you might not have expected to be there. That's a nice way I'm going to put it. Um, I try to like encourage my kid, my kids, my nephews, all of them. You always got to have somebody you can talk to about anything. Some people decide, well, I got to pay a therapist for that. Some people find anybody they can and just unload on them. Some people just walk down the street and talk to themselves. Okay. I'm not going to say what's healthier and what's unhealthy, but I will say we all have to find an out for our inner stresses and struggles is the way I'm going to put it. Okay. Again, this is a repeat app, but I'm bringing it again because I do think it can serve a purpose to everybody who doesn't want to talk to somebody, but at least wants to verbalize it. Okay. I believe this is pronounced WISA, uh, W-Y-S-A, WISA, Anxiety, Depression, and Sleep Therapy, therapy Chatbot by Touchkin, T-O-U-C-H-K-I-N, Touchkin, under Health and Fitness. Uh, e for everyone does have in-app purchases, uh, no ads, free to download install, 90,000 reviews, 4.8 average reviews, uh, average rating. Again, 98,000 reviews with an average 
of 4.8. Yeah, that's kind of insane. I'm just saying that that's kind of insane. Um, updated June 21st, 2021, 8.5 megs in size. That's teeny. 1 million plus installs. Current version 2.7.9 requires 4.1 Android and up. That's a lot. Content rating E for everyone. In-app purchases. The lowest one is $1.49. Uh, and then it goes up to it says $200 per item. Don't know what that means. Permissions are uncommonly low. Microphone, uh, data, startup, network access, and prevent device from sleeping. The long and the short of it is, I'm going to try to repeat this correctly. This app tries to be a AI type chat bot where you can use your voice or you can use text that you add in and it tries to diagnose um, what you're feeling kind of thing. Um, I will say looking at this, I'm pretty sure if you say in this app, like horrible, terrible things that you might think about do to yourself or others, it's not going to notify the cops. From everything I can tell, this app is not in air quotes spying on you. It just tries to do its best to determine what you're saying, what you're feeling, and then try to give you at least up, uplifting insight uh, to what you're saying. Um, if you don't like talking to other people about things that are going on in your life and you don't want to pay somebody to talk to them about things that are going on in your life and you just like let's just say sitting in a room by yourself and voicing it out just to get it out of your system i definitely encourage people check out wisa w-y-s-a anxiety depression and sleep therapy chatbot um there's no reason why anybody this is 2021, man. There is no reason why anybody should suffer alone. That's the truth, okay? Nobody should suffer alone. If you want to be alone, but yet communicate out loud and try to find some solace, try to find some paths towards feeling better, then I definitely encourage you to check out WISA, W-Y-S-A, Anxiety, Depression, and Sleep Therapy Chatbot. And if you want to talk to a person, uh, the number one rule is never hesitate to contact me, NorthDorkGeek at gmail.com, or you can call me up directly, 443-640-8960. And I'm going to think you're a spam caller because I don't notice the number. I don't want to hang up. Just call me right back again. Um, and if you need somebody to talk to, because we all need somebody to talk to once in a while, period. Um, we have been going on uh, at least a little while is the way that I'll put it. Maybe not a full show, maybe not a complete show, but at least we got something recorded. Um, I don't think we have any emails in the uh, queue. Uh, one was from M. Cleveland, which I will say I'm sorry for not getting back to you in a timely fashion. Have you shut down for good? Uh, no, haven't shut down for good. I will say uh, being in a lot of physical pain and as the day goes on, the pain seems to get worse, um, makes it hard to podcast. So I'm trying to do as good as I can possibly do. Uh, I'll say on the bright side, uh, I do think that there is some light at the end of that tunnel. Uh, so hopefully soon I will be able to podcast back at that normal rate, that normal speed. I want to thank everyone for hanging around, everyone for putting up with me, everyone with the patience to still subscribe, everyone to still download, everyone to keep coming out to live shows like Red, like Ivor. Thank you for coming out, Ivor. Like Ed. Uh, everybody, uh, thank you guys very much for the support, continued support and captain zero. Uh, and I will definitely talk to everyone again real soon and never forget the three things. One, AAA at podnuts.com. Email the show door to door geek at gmail.com. Email me as a person mail at podnuts.com. Email the network about something, or you can leave us a voicemail at seven Oh seven six podnut. Those are the easiest, simplest way to get in contact with us over here at Podnuts. Uh, so I want to thank everyone again, and we will talk to everyone again real soon. Hi, this is Matt from the MRP Tech Podcast. I would like to invite you all to take a listen to my show, the MRP Tech Podcast, on the Podnuts Network. The theme for my show is Everyday Tech for Everyday People. We talk about Windows, Mac, Linux, iOS, Android, Chrome OS, and anything else technology-related. You can find us on iTunes, and you can find us by searching in any podcatcher. We hope you take a listen and let us know what you think. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.